Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Gearing up for an NFC South battle coming up Sunday in the Superdome between the Saints and Falcons. Atlanta coming to visit uh, after the they took down the Saints in the first matchup back in Atlanta earlier this week, uh, this season. Uh, we got me and sideline reporter Jeff Nowak sat down with allfalcons.com analyst Scott Kennedy, who also has a podcast on there. Uh, got some insight on the Dirty Birds from him, and here's what he had to say leading up to the regular season finale coming up on Sunday. Day. If you lost track of the Falcons after that week 12 game, you would have assumed it was like, oh man, these guys are in control of the division. They look like they're in the right track and the Saints are going straight down into the muck. Well, you look back and it's like, wow, they lost to the Panthers. They lost to the Bears. What happened? You know, what's what's going on with this team? Because it's, uh, you know, it's funny because you look at it seven and nine, they still have a chance to win the division. But, you know, anytime you're looking at it and saying we can win the division with a losing record. Yay. It's kind of tough, right? Well, it feels like very similar to the first time these two teams played where everybody's kind of going, okay, both of these teams are underachieving. Neither team's really going to be happy coming out of this with a win. How long is that going to last? Like, okay, you win. Yeah, but we still suck. (laughs) And and basically what kind of happens is the road happens to this team. You know, they've been pretty good at home, uh, but then you, you take them on the road and they're two and six and it's not even a good two and six, like where you can start seeing, you know, if there's a good two and six where you can start saying, okay, I see the progress in this team. I mean, like you said, you're talking about losing to the Panthers, your two wins, you won um, the jets and the Buccaneers. Well, who doesn't win in Tampa in the division? I mean, come on, that's easy to do, right? No, I'm just teasing. But the jets game was a, a travesty of a, of a game in the, in the bad weather up there. I think that one was nine to six. Uh, set offensive football back 10 years. <laughs> and it, it's just this team has absolutely zero consistency. So I would say some of the consistency would be they're okay at home. They're, I'm going to say relegation fodder for, you know, for soccer fans out there, but they're, they're, I'm a number one pick overall type of play on the road, including they, I mean, if you watch that Panthers game, you'd be like, this is a three and 14 team. And you look at what, but what Arthur Smith has done uh, with this squad, what is the feeling, I guess, from fans and just overall on his status going forward? And even uh, just curious about GM Terry Fontenot, since he's got a lot of New Orleans ties. Right. I think from a fan's point of view, you can't get two people to agree on anything. I think it's almost unanimous they, with, with Falcons fans. They want Arthur Smith gone. You know, And I was willing to preach patience, patience the last two years with the dead cap number, the way the the roster was built, and I think he actually did a pretty good job. 
getting seven wins in each of the last two seasons with a threadbare roster and $90 million in dead cap money. So you go into this season and you ask, can he do more than just get a scrappy bunch of one-year contract guys that have been cast off from the Titans and Bears to go and play competitive football and win seven games? Spend $100 million on the defensive side of the ball. You've got a lot of talent on offense. And the answer to that this year was no. No, you can't. You're staring in the face of a third consecutive 7-10 and 10 season. Uh, and there's lots of reasons we can get into for that from a personnel standpoint, too. Is the is the Desmond Ritter experience done? Is you know obviously year two? It's not a good sign when you get benched twice in the same season for the same guy who no one is looking at and saying, well, that's the future, right? It's not like he's a he's a, a rookie you drafted where it's like, okay, he's going to develop. This is a guy who you know who he is. He's he's Gardner Minshew light, right? And yeah, but you've been going back to him. And so what what should the Saints expect in Taylor Heineke? And, and and kind of where are they in this kind of QB carousel? If it was like it was last week, then if you put any kind of pressure on him, then you can expect nothing on the road. He was awful against the Bears last week, just, just dreadful. When he played earlier, he moved the ball up and down the field fairly well, and, and that's kind of what you expect. I've watched Taylor Heineke come into Atlanta, beat the, beat the Falcons as a gunslinger mentality. You know, when he was with the, the the Washington football team, commanders, Redskins, whoever you want to call him at the time, you know, you think of him as, okay, maybe he's a little loosey-goosey with the ball a little bit, but he's going to take some shots and move. And then it might have, I don't remember which game it was, but he had like an average depth of target at one point of like 0.7 yards on, <laughs> on 20. It's like, dude, now is this Taylor Heineke? Because he's not as bad as Arthur Smith has made him look. And Arthur Smith is not as bad as Ritter and Heineke have made him look. So it was a combination of all of them has just been some awful offensive football. This team was 15th in scoring last year. You know, that surprises a lot of people. You think 15th, really? Yeah, they, they actually were. Well, now you've got three top 10 skill players uh, picked, Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. You've got arguably the best offensive lineman in football in Chris Lindstrom. I mean, that's going to sound crazy to – people that don't know the Falcons, which is pretty much everybody. But Chris Lindstrom has been really, really good. You've got a first-round, second-year contract guy at right tackle. you got PFF top five center at center, uh, top five guy at center. Left guard, you spent a second-round pick at left guard. Jake Matthews is Mr. Steady. And I got worse. I I put a a running back, a win-now type of move with number eight, and they've gotten worse, and not just by a little bit, a lot worse. Man, if there was an offensive coordinator on this team who wasn't the head coach, he'd be calling for his head. There, w- there wouldn't be any question about it. That this guy would be fired. So it's sometimes if some Falcons fans, well, if he gets his quarterback, I hear that too much because he has personnel control on this team too. Arthur Smith right. does. Him and Terry Fontenot work together. They had a chance to get their quarterback. They decided not to. They went with a tight end at number four. They've had chance. They've had three years, and you decide to go in with Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter. That's on you. That is not an excuse. Obviously, the last meeting uh, against these two teams, man, the Atlanta Falcons sure looked like they were world beaters in the run game. Uh, just up and down the Saints, no matter who was in. Even um, Desmond Ritter, I think, had 30-some-odd yards on the day. It was like 228 total rushing. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing the plan coming into this matchup will try to be to run up and down the Saints again. You'd think, <laughs> but that never, you know, come out with against against the Bears and, and run a free a flea flicker, you know? And 
it's so predictable. It's and that's the problem because you've got Bijan Robinson who is a talent and he's going to finish with close to fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage. So you can't say he's been. There's that narrative out there that he's been misused. Well, he's he's got he's done pretty well. Uh, Tyler Algier is a beast. You've seen him a few times now, and he's yeah. just he's an animal. And Cordero Patterson, you don't want to see him when your legs are tired. Problem is, it has been so predictable. Okay, Bijan's on the game. They're running outside. Here comes Tyler. They're running inside. Here comes Cordell. They're running inside again. Bijan Robbins is out in the pass route. Well, they're going to throw it to him because they don't throw the ball downfield. So it's been super predictable to try and watch this. And if you commit numbers to stop the running game, they haven't been able to beat you with passing the ball at all. So stop this team from running. And again, the identity of this team is what you saw against the Saints. That's what it's supposed to be. Did you know that the Falcons, if you look at the DVOA and those type of efficiency numbers have the 28th rated rushing attack in the NFL. And this is your bread and butter, Arthur Smith, Man. dude, you're gone. You're, you gotta be gone. That was Scott Kennedy of all Falcons.com. And you heard him there at the end, not expecting mm. Arthur Smith to be back for next season. He's step back. Like he was talking about, and he's a hundred percent right about their offense, by the way, if you look at just the numbers <laughs> from the Falcons in general, uh, they're 26 in the NFL in overall scoring right. at 19 points per game. Steve, how many points per game are they scoring on the road this season? What is it? Uh, you want to make a guess before I let you just let you know? I'll say 13. Just above 14 <laughs> points per game. Okay. They're scoring two touchdowns on the road per game. And, I mean, they had a, that terrible performance, as you know, Candy just mentioned, uh, in Carolina where they scored seven. Right. They dropped seven. Desmond Ritter threw that terrible interception that ended up leading to that game-winning drive by the Panthers when they won that game 9-7. to seven. It was maybe one of the worst games played all season long. But so that's what you kind of anticipate coming into this upcoming week. Week 18, the Saints are three point favorites, actually three and a half point favorites now uh, for a reason. The Falcons offense does not travel. They have not played well away from Atlanta. 14 points per game kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, we need to see that obviously be the case Sunday in the well, Superdome. I mean, it's what he said as well. You need to not see what happened in Atlanta where they ran for 228 yards. Uh, you can't allow Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson to get off. That's exactly what they want to do. Make Taylor Heineke or Desmond Ritter, whoever it ends up being, and we'll have a better idea of that tomorrow. I'm sure they'll probably make an announcement at some point, either tomorrow or over the weekend, before leading into the game of who's going to be the starting quarterback. We imagine it's going to be Taylor Heineke, but if he's really limited by that ankle issue, it could be Ritter. Regardless of who it is, sell out to stop the run. Do not allow them to run for, you know, once again, over 225 yards again. Uh, sell out to stop the run and make either quarterback beat you. Do you think the Desmond Ritter experience is done with? I mean, obviously, if the coach ends up hitting the road, uh, I, I don't think it's a, a good sign for Ritter at all. Obviously, you get we uh, you know you you heard it in the interview when you get pinched twice in one year, it's never a good sign. I'll answer your question with a question: <laughs> If you're the Atlanta Falcons and you're heading into the offseason, what's your number one need? Quarterback. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, I, I, you mentioned. Uh, I think I don't know if it was on air or on air talking about you know their quarterback situation of uh, Justin Fields. I think that that might have been the first segment we talked about. Uh, yeah, could... with what the Bears are going to end up doing, right? We're not entirely sure about you know they have the number one overall pick in the upcoming draft. They have Justin Fields who's playing very well. Do they keep Fields and trade the one hundred and one, or do they trade the one hundred and one, or do they trade Fields and then draft Caleb Williams with the one hundred and one? So yeah, it's it's an interesting question. Uh, but I think if they do trade Justin Fields, Atlanta's one of those prime destinations uh, for him specifically. I mean, he's from there. 
Uh, he's been playing very well recently with the Bears. Uh, and obviously the Atlanta Falcons have a huge need at quarterback. That's yeah. their biggest offseason issue. To me, I'm thinking, too, with the soap opera going on in Denver and what's going to happen with Russell Wilson, I wouldn't be surprised for him to end up uh, in Atlanta as well next season, depending on what happens. I mean, who knows what Denver's going to do at quarterback either. <laughs> they might get in that conversation, too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us Four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.